0: We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials.
1: A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it thank you for tuning in to another episode of married millennials we hope all of you had a great father's day weekend i enjoyed spending time with my pops always love hanging out with my dad appreciate you
0: dad's hold a special place for us all and i think we can all agree that We're more well-rounded people because of the positive male figures in each of our lives. Love you, Dad. Thanks for being solid. We had a family day at Disneyland the other weekend. It was a blast. I feel like I'm still skinny from it. My phone told me that I walked 13.3 miles that day.
1: That's a lot of damn walking. I knew Disneyland was big. In California Adventure too, like a 13 mile, that's a half marathon.
0: I mean, we were running back and forth, back and forth. We were doing the most because we had park hoppers. So it's not like we were, you, we weren't staying in one park and we were running across like, oh, we need to go ride California Screaming, and now we got to go ride, you know, Space Mountain or whatever. We were going, we were doing the most.
1: We were doing the most, but. And
0: we were there from 8 a.m. to what?
1: Till midnight. Shut the park down. Yeah. That was a long day. This is the first time I have went to an amusement park and didn't have any expectations usually when i go somewhere i'm the guy like let's map everything out and then i get greatly annoyed and irritated and pissed off when things aren't checked off the box Mm -hmm. and this time we were with you know with our cousins and we were also with our niece and nephew and it was just nice to Kind of be there and, and let the day go by. We looked up and it was 2 o'clock and I think we had rode, what, two or three rides? Yeah. And it was no big deal. I was like, man, this is kind of nice to come somewhere we without the out. stress that I always put on situations. <laughs> so it was nice.
0: Ooh, can could I, could I have that in writing?
1: <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to change my ways. I'm just saying it was, it was
0: nice to put it down for a day. Exactly.
1: It, it was nice to, to say, you know what, I'm going to let the wind blow and not be in control of this day. And it was mm-hmm. more peaceful.
0: Yeah, I try to mentally prepare you for family day. I'm like, now listen, we're going to be there all day. It's going to be a little chaotic. We're going to have a lot of fun. But, you know, we had, we did. We had to roll with the punches, and it was. It was a great day. I'm really happy that we were able to do that.
1: Hopefully I can take that lesson and apply it more to my life. Like just let the wind blow. But then I'd get stressed out. But for some reason, I didn't get stressed out at, at Disneyland. And I was there all day. Literally, we left the house at 7 something in the morning and didn't get home until 1230 that night.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of those things where you life is such that you have to be organized, but you ha- also have to go with the flow. And it's hard to know when to apply each of those principles and a special shout out to our friends, Angelina and Steven on their engagement. Hey, Yay!
1: congratulations. Welcome to the Almost Married Club.
0: Right. Well, that's the club we left already congratulations on being that's in the true almost married club. we're in the married club we now. Are the, oh, we are that's so strange <laughs> it is that's we were just talking this morning about being spouses like it's really interesting marking off spouse
1: doesn't mean really no shit is real yeah. like in the eyes of the government you either got single divorced or married there's no like in a relationship yeah or figuring it out on a break. like, no. It's now not you, like Facebook. Yeah, it's like now you check the married box. And like, man, there's some real ass responsibilities that go with this.
0: Yeah, I'm like, you are my spouse. It's, it's a just, weird word, spouse, spouse.
1: It is a strange spouse. word. I like wife. Wife's much better. You are it's my wife. Spouse. But yeah.
0: spouse makes me feel like a grown up.
1: <laughs> But wife is just much more <laughs> endearing. Is much more is just sexier. I think sexier. it's because
0: people say wifey and stuff. It's like no, you know, not wifey, not yeah, wifey. no, I, know, I shut down the wifey. You called me wifey a couple times when we were married already. I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, drop the y. Uh, I don't. I don't think I did. Yes, you did. I remember. It. I, I, think I, it like, in, I think it was in. I think I earned in pl- this without. I think without it was. I
1: think it was in playful terms. Yeah, like and you shut it down. I have, you I, you I, I w- you wasn't like, oh, my wifey. I oh no. I don't describe you as my wifey. Right, right. I say my wife. So it's playful.
0: Yes. But I said, I don't like, don't you be making faces. Now? I'm making
1: faces because <laughs> you're being ridiculous.
0: Well, I, I don't want the wife right now. Maybe later when it's like, cute. no,
1: it's, it's not cute. You're my wife. Right. We'll go oh, okay, with wife. So now it's fine. It's, it's fine. But I'm saying when I used it, it was in a playful tone.
0: Don't be playing with that.
1: then. Oh, my God. This is, I, you can't. <laughs> win. You can't win. I just take L's all day, every day. No, L's, L's,
0: L's. No, you don't.
1: Last week I was at a bar with a friend watching the NBA finals and he had asked me and said, "Jay, when did you know you were ready to make that lifetime commitment? Like when did you say like I'm ready to to stop talking to other women and just really shut it down and focus on on Joy?" And I just I told him that the harsh reality, which is that you're never ready. There's never a point in time where you're like, "You know what? I'm done being Attracted to other women, I'm done looking at other women. I'm done. That time doesn't happen. I said the time comes when you make the commitment that you're going to now exercise self-control and focus on the one person that you love, that loves you, and that you guys are going to build something special together. And he just started laughing, and I was like, man, I don't know what you you wanted. Like, did you wanted? This aha moment, like the clouds are going to open and say, okay, son, it is now time for you to only focus on one thing. No, because distractions are all around you. There's always going to be temptation. There's always going to be something leaning right around the corner.
0: I like what you said about making a decision because it puts the responsibility on you. I think a lot of people think that it's going to be something external that causes them to be a certain way. Like, oh, I'm going to be committed when you know, I meet somebody and that's going to be that, you know, I'm going to meet the right person and then I'm going to automatically just be committed and I'm not going to have any, I'm not going to be me anymore. I'm not going to have these temptations anymore. I'm not going to crave other things. I'm all that will be completely shut down. And that's not what it is. What it is, it's very much making the decision to say, hey, you know, all this is still here. It is still a temptation, but I'm going to shut it down. Because that's not what I need to be doing for what I have now.
1: And you hit it right on the head. The problem is, all of us, I'm guilty too, is we want other people or other things to make the decision for us, mm-hmm. we want to wait for permission to or let someone act as, like, okay, because you did this, I can do why. We always want to be right. prompted into something. And when it comes to deciding that, hey, I'm going to focus on my wife, I'm going to focus on my girlfriend, whatever it is, yeah. it's an active decision that has to come from you because all those things that you are in question, other women, temptation, whatever it may be, none of that is going away. Nope, It's not going anywhere
0: still in the world, still the same. There's still very attractive people out there. There are still people that you're going to vibe with. And, you know, at that point, it becomes your responsibility to shut it down. Like, Hey, I'm a little too attracted to this person. Let me back up. You have to have that discipline. It's just that's just what it is. And And it's going to be that way.
1: I will also say, too, that it does get easier when you switch your mind. When you're in that position of, of waffling, when you're in the gray, you can get swung in either direction pretty easily. Yeah. But when you take a hard line in the sand mm-hmm. and say, This is what I'm going to do and you commit your mind to it.
0: Boundaries. We discussed this. Everything
1: before. else just becomes easier. Yeah. But you have to make the decision.
0: Because you don't even get there. You're just like, Oh no. And
1: you can and you can apply this same thing to anything. Playing a sport. Us at a a job, with our friends, with our parents, how we manage our other relationships, we have to make a decision. And when we make a decision, do we actively move in that direction or do we sit and waffle in that decision and say, ah, maybe not, maybe this, maybe this, how, what about that? And then you look up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years later, and you're in the same spot because you haven't actively moved forward in the specific direction And the decision that you made.
0: And I think another thing that's relevant here is I've seen a lot of articles or, you know, talk shows talk about or or magazines, you know, how can you keep a man? And conversely, you know, how can you keep a woman? And I don't think that there's anything that you can do to keep somebody because, again, that responsibility is there. It's in their court, whether or not you are in this is your decision and their decision, and then you meet in the middle. You know, and the articles will suggest looking a certain way, having your hair a certain way, making sure you always are well-groomed. And I mean, hygiene is important. (laughs) You know, you should, basic hygiene, health's important, all these things. But, you know, I think some people are doing extra to the detriment of who they are as a person. It's like, oh, I've got to do this for my man. I've got to keep this Like this for my man And that's not doing it
1: I want to debunk some of this bullshit That is out there on the internet There are those men, yes Who require, and I I didn't say ask I said require Their women to be in the gym Weekly, to constantly have their hair done Mm -hmm. To always wear makeup Mm -hmm. To always have their nails done Always looking pretty And being on their call If you are dating that man Let me tell you that that man's a bitch made man what a real man needs is a woman who's going to hold them down when shit gets tough a woman who's going to help this man get to a particular point in life this man who's this woman who is willing to be this man's teammate all the way through who is committed equally to creating a life together to building a future together to having kids together that's what a man needs and I, I've read these articles, too, about, oh, well, how to keep your man, you got to give it up and do all this. Yes, I'm not saying that that information is not true. There is a balance of, yeah, you want to look nice, you, 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 you want to be healthy, and I'm not debunking any of that. Right. But if that is the requirement to keep your man, if you think, though, if I do all these things, I'm going to keep my man, you're not going to keep your man. Because if, and, and if you think you're doing all that to keep your man from cheating, you are sadly mistaken. Because most men cheat, most women cheat because they have an insecurity inside, inside of themselves, themselves. that yeah. they are battling with. So I don't care how good the sex is, I don't care how good your weave is, I don't care how bomb that MAC makeup is, <laughs> there's nothing that you can do. To keep someone from saying if they're battling their own demons. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And we can sit here and say, well, it's working for me. Yeah, it's working right now. Mm -hmm. But eventually that bridge is going to collapse and you're going to go all the way down to that water and looking up saying, oh, shit, what happened?
0: At the end of the day, there is nothing you can do to keep anyone from straying. And I think the best thing that you could do for your relationship is be present and be a source of support. And this conversation started as us just talking one morning. We had breakfast together. Uh, well, we try to have breakfast together every morning. <laughs> <laughs> just depends on whether or not Joy is moving fast enough.
1: That's a whole other conversation that we're not going to get into because that would just make me more upset.
0: I just, I don't like to rush in the morning, you know. And I do I do get up. I'm not lazy, but I just... You know, I like to like experience the light and the birds chirping you just and don't Justin's va- like, go, 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 you go. You just don't value we being got things on time. We to do.
1: You just don't value timeliness. We that, weren't that, even You don't, talking you don't about value this. timeliness.
0: We are not. We're not. We're not going right, to talk about not, it. We're not about it. But I'm just saying you don't
1: value timeliness and you cannot argue that point. I value... You value your own time <laughs> that do. you create in is. your own head. And if <laughs> yeah. and unfortunately, we don't live in a world I where know. it's just us. I'm
0: on my own timeline. I do try to be, it's not that I'm trying to be disrespectful of others' time. And I know that people that are very on time do you feel that way, that like you're disrespecting my time. And I do think when you're like super late to something, that's rude. But I don't know. I just, I can't be on your time schedule all the time because you're very regimented. That's difficult for me.
1: I'm not saying be on my time schedule. That's exactly as, what it's being it. on time. My time. I don't set things. If there's an event, I didn't set the time. This is what time <laughs> the event starts. It's not my time. It's we need to leave at a certain time to get to a certain place on time.
0: This is a major tangent. So just, why are like, you I why are, are you blaming me? In the doghouse. Like, come on, Joy, get it together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you did. You did that yourself.
0: <laughs> I, I don't normally do that. I made a hard left. And yeah. I didn't mean to.
1: But what she was saying is that we started this conversation <laughs> yeah. back at breakfast and we talked about the investment of relationships. If you are working for a company and you have $100 invested into this company and there's a friend of yours who has a million dollars invested to this company, I can tell you now that the person who has a million dollars invested in that company is going to fight, kick, scream and do whatever they can to make sure that company stays afloat, stays mm-hmm. profitable, and gets more money. Where the person who only has $100 invested, it's like, oh, well, if things get tough. I only have $100 in here. It's yeah. really no big deal. Way less to lose. Like, no, I'm, I'm out. It, right. it, I'll just go find another job, and I'll invest $100 in, in into that relationship, and we'll see where it goes.
0: Right, and this is pure analogy. Now, we're not talking about just a monetary investment, because I feel like when you're talking about relationships, you do need to... No.
1: B- but well, you can use I mean. that. You can use that same that same analogy know, for everything. Re- replay-
0: emotional, emotional ties, uh, physical ties, even emotional ties, Eventually, spiritual children, ties, yeah,
1: financial. Yeah. All these are emotional. These are all investments that you have to make in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And right now, you're in a spot where you don't have any investments in your relationships. And we want to look left and right and saying, "Why isn't this working?" or or why are we in this particular or position? Or you're willing
0: to invest, and the other person isn't, which is also a red flag.
1: A complete red flag. And, and when, when there there comes to a point where you have to, where both people have to be willing to invest their resources into making a relationship work. And the mm-hmm. older you get, the less you can afford to wait for someone else to reach this yeah. investment point. You right. guys gotta come You got to to the teller together and mm-hmm. say here's my deposit, here's my deposit, and we're gonna rock and roll. Mm-hmm. But you have to make some sort of investment because it goes back to the $100. If you're investing a million and they're investing 100, I don't care what you're doing. The, the million dollar investment means nothing to the guy with $100. It means nothing because they don't care. So, so it's either what can we do to help this person yeah, next really to us to invest? You. Yeah, to invest more, mm-hmm. or it's time to cut our losses and let that one hundred dollar investment go. Yeah, let it ride.
0: I wonder is there? Do you think there's a difference when it comes to men and women in what kind of investment they need, or is it more or less the same? I think for I, I feel like it's more or less the same, but I think when you hear, but this is when people try to pin it on other people when they say like, oh, men stray because this is lacking and then women stray because this is lacking. And I think they try to make it like, Oh, women need more of an emotional connection. And if that's lacking, then they'll stray. You know, I don't really feel like, yes, I feel like there's probably some weight to that. But again, I I do. I feel like that's, I think it's really a a personal deal. Something's just wrong. I think that there is definitely a difference in the way we think, but I think, and I think the, the paths we take are different, but I, do you think the destination, the destination in mind is the same?
1: And yes, women are emotional, but I would argue men are emotional too. Yes, we may hide it more. We may be stoic, but men have feelings too. Mm-hmm. And the level in which... We're human. Yeah, and the level in which we, we give each other something is always going to be different. Mm-hmm. But to say that men need something different that women need, I would argue is false, is because... We both need that love, we both need care, we both need support. I can't tell you how many men, and I'm, and I'm one of them, and this is where, where it changes, to have a woman, I, you hear men talk about it all the time, to have a woman that just really holds you down. Mm-hmm. And when they say, well what does that mean? A woman that holds me down. That means a woman who's my teammate, who uplifts me, who, who strengthens me, who's there through the thick and thin. Mm-hmm. That is emotion that is men being vulnerable and saying hey this is this is what i need this is what i crave yes the looking good and the physical component is a part of that too but really it's that emotional tie in i'm tired of i'm tired of people running away and of, of saying that men aren't emotional you know they don't need this we just have this whole physical thing and it works that that's just not true mm-hmm. it's not true at all mm-hmm. and society has has catered men to shut off these emotions and not feel vulnerable and when things aren't going their way. And we just are, are are taught to just be so masculine and macho and be like, Oh nope, everything's fine, but everything's not fine. And if you want to build a healthy relationship, you have to be able, you have to be able to open up that cape and show that you bleed the same blood that everyone else does. You you have to be vulnerable and being vulnerable is uncomfortable. It's not fun. It's, An awkward feeling, especially, I said again, the way society grooms men is like the antithesis of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. But to make a relationship work, you have to do that. You have to be emotionally available. So saying that men don't need that emotional support and women need all the emotional support, I think is a bunch of bullshit. Mm -hmm.
0: I think that that is definitely something that everyone and every woman learns through experience. Like, wait a minute, you're kind of, because I don't think that's what we're taught but once you start interacting with men on a on an emotional level and you realize okay wait I think he may be feeling what I'm feeling but he's expressing it differently and then you come together and you you know that's where communication comes in you go, oh okay we're at, we're on the same page you're just choosing to let it out this way and I'm letting it out that way I think I think that's the thing the the medium in which you express yourself is just different but the need is the exact same
1: definitely and, I'll, and I'll, let, let's personalize this, for the fir- and we've talked about this, for the first three and a half years of our relationship, I had some insecurities in myself that I was facing. There was nothing that you could have done or did that would have made me change my stance because I was in a personal space mm-hmm. that I needed to get through. Once I was able to see that issue, I brought it to you, and we worked together you helped mold me in that sense we we were able to grow and i became better because of that and that's when our relationship started to develop
0: that was a nice time it, it, i mean it's still a nice time i think actually since then i can feel us growing you know, uh, uh, monthly, if not daily. I I do, I feel every day that we are working together towards something. And I think that's the other thing, you know, yes, you do have to invest in, to invest in a relationship, but instead of just putting your money there and letting it work for you, you know, keep your eye on, on the money and make sure you're actively participating in what's going on. You know, Watch your investment. Don't just let it sit like, well, okay, well, I made this investment a year ago. It's probably still fine. Check in on it, but it all, all the time.
1: You can also look at the analogy of the grass is always greener on the other side. Well, if you didn't pay no damn attention to the grass on the other side and you focused on manicuring your lawn and making sure your yeah. lawn was green, eventually your lawn is going to be just as green as the person on the other side. But guess what? You won't even have anything to compare it to because you don't care what that other person's lawn looks like you're just focused on making your lawn green and your green may be different from the person to the left or to the right but that green is the green that works for your relationship so focus on making that grass green and we don't have these issues
0: we're just an analogy storm over here you you got any more for us?
1: Oh, I can talk in an anal- <laughs> I can talk in an analogies all day. A,
0: my brother says he's like, man, you and Justin really like analogies. We do because so I feel like it's the best way. To reach people because when you're talking about one thing, it's just a good way for everyone to understand. So that's a conversation that we wanted to have because I do feel like there's a lot of misinformation out there leading people to believe that things are just going to magically change when you meet the right person. You won't even look at other people or B, that there's something that you can do to keep somebody.
1: The key to it all, I truly believe this, is one word, vulnerability. Being vulnerable in a relationship is the most critical component that you have. Because when you're vulnerable, you're naked. And we all know if we were to walk in public right now, even the machos of the machos, the beauties of the beauties, if we were to strip ourselves down naked, no makeup, having shaved, our hair, our hair is not combed, and we walked out onto the streets, what is our, what are the opinions of other people going to be and how are we gonna feel? Like Think about that. If you had to just strip your clothes down butt naked right now and walk out into the world, how are you going to feel?
0: I'm over here smiling because I love being naked. Yeah, but I'm but, like, that would be so awesome. And actually, I think people would be a lot more leveled. People would judge less and come at you more with love because it's like, hey, you're naked and I'm naked too. So that's actually a really good point. Because
1: the facades are gone. And mm-hmm. in a relationship, you're just in presenting a successful who relationship, you You these facades can't be up. You have to be vulnerable. And that's when our relationship shifted Mm -hmm. is when the vulnerability came into play. You have to be willing to open your doors. You have to be willing to open your arms wide and say, I'm bruised. I'm battered. I'm not this. I'm not that. I need your help. I can't do it all. If you aren't willing to do that, you're going to find yourself constantly in this position of, of like, why is it not working? And you too may be that person, but the person you're with doesn't share that same quality. Mm-hmm. I can tell you now, You're going to be in for a long road. It may work for a little bit, but eventually it's going to come crashing down because we have to be able to look at our partner. How can we make a decision that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you, but I'm not going to be willing to be intimate with you in my most trying times. I'm not willing to show you what really gets me down. How can we grow? How can we build if I can't see all of you? Tell me how. It's not possible. It is possible only to a certain point. And eventually that point gets reached. And then the two of you guys are looking at us like, hey, what's going on? If we're both naked, completely naked, all we can do is go up together because, hell, we're sitting here both butt naked.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. On a sombering note, I would like to talk about Orlando. Uh, This was a tough weekend, and we recorded... Our last episode before the incidents that happened, I mean, that whole weekend, it's just I, my heart shattered for everyone involved. And I, and I told Justin the, the victims weren't even anyone who was there. Anyone who touched that is a victim because of, you know, either death, injury or just trauma. Those survivor stories are harrowing. I still can't even, as clear of a picture as those stories painted, I can't fathom something like that happening in a place that is supposed to be safe.
1: 49 people just like me, just like you, going out to have a good time and their lives were lost because of an individual who had no regard for human life came in and stole the future of 49 individuals.
0: Mass shootings have become a trend. I've had this conversation with multiple people now and that I think that's the best way I ha- heard it put was that it has become something that is no surprise. It, it's always it is shocking when it happens and it is but they feel almost inevitable now. Like, you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop, and that's an issue, to put it lightly.
1: 16 times in President Barack Obama's tenor has he had to come and speak to the American public to address a mass shooting. 16 times in seven and a half years. Do we really live in a country that has this much... I'm not even saying a country, a world. Do we live in a world that has this much hate? I try to find the words to describe this because all I do is get angry. Uh, And I I don't want to use this platform as a political basis uh, because we do engage and talk to other people. But to let things go that I feel strongly and passionate about to me is fearful and cowardice. So I I feel like it's our duty to, to talk about these things, and some of you out there feel strongly about gun control. Some feel the Second Amendment right should be exercised at all times, and some are screaming and calling for, for gun reform. The Senator from Connecticut, Chris Murphy, held a 15-hour filibuster on the Senate floor demanding that Congress take a vote on some measures of gun control and what blows my mind genuinely blows my mind is the two things they're looking to vote on is one preventing those who are on the no flight list on the no fly list not to be able to access the purchase of a gun and secondly beefing up the background checks for someone to buy a gun now to me
0: what is wrong with that
1: there's if you are, wrong with that. If you are a gun owner mm-hmm. and you can't support this, I really need to know why. I don't believe it's the government's right to come in and seize guns. I don't believe that people should not have the ability to have guns. Guns are used for gamesmanship. Guns are used as protection. I have no problem with that. But I think that we've been... Our country is so caught up in this conversation of the government wants to take our guns that we can't even look with common sense at small changes that can help this country. I don't care who you are getting your hands on a military like assault rifle Mm -hmm. as a standard civilian should not be allowed. The police in our own country don't, don't carry these rifles. rifles. They have yeah. a pistol on their clip. Mm-hmm. They don't have rifles on their clip. So if they felt the need that they need to carry rifles everywhere, then they would carry rifles everywhere. Yes, I yes they do have access to these guns. I'm not saying that. But they're not walking around 24-7 with these. And their job is to protect and serve. This is the police. Mm-hmm. So why do, as civilians, do we need to have access, access. to such heavy militia? Like, please, uh, help me understand. And I, and, I, and I get it. There are people out there who will use these type of guns to hunt um, for gamesmanship.
0: Not, I, not an assault rifle. I don't think anybody needs that. There's no, it has one purpose, and that's to kill people.
1: For sure. And, and I can't speak on that topic because I'm not a hunter. I I don't I don't camp. I can't say what type of machinery you need to take down these different type of animals in the woods. I I, I don't know. I don't I don't have that, that basis of knowledge. But to me, there's there's something wrong when anyone and everyone I can, can access. access an assault rifle.
0: Well, we've had and I mean even assault rifles aside, we've had so much gun violence. In this country, even Christina Grimmie the night before was shot and killed in Orlando at a meet and greet. So, again, we definitely need a more aggressive background check when it comes to, you know, who's able to buy guns because there are some mentally unstable people out there who have access to things that are killing people.
1: And it's, so, not, and it's not even just a, 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 a gun control issue. I think that's important to note. I, I No, there's
0: I, there's I the, mean this is
1: this we have a we have a terrorist issue, we have a mental health issue, mm-hmm. we have a gun issue, mm-hmm. we have a violence issue, and we have a political issue. There are there are multiple things yeah. that are involved Five in edged this. sword. So to say that if you if you take away guns, it's going to eliminate these types of shootings. No. You can't I can't it's confidently only say part
0: of the problem, but it's the it's not the bigger problem, but it's the thing that we could help right now. You know, this show is is married millennials. So our, our audience is largely of the millennial generation. And I think we've all grown up hearing we're going to inherit this world. You know, everything's going to be ours. And I think that time is. Near, if not now. And we have a responsibility to stay informed on these issues and to lend ourselves in any way we can.
1: It's important to address the community that was impacted by this. The LGBT, LGBT. community mm-hmm. was purposely targeted, and 49 people were killed mm-hmm. because of their sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. And I can give two shits less what you think about the LGBT community. I don't care. I don't care what your religion says about it. I don't care what your your parents said about it. I don't care what your school teacher said about it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. What it comes down to is that we are all human beings. Right. And because we are all human beings, we all have equal rights. We all should have the ability to go out and have fun and enjoy ourselves amongst each other. Right. We don't have to agree on every topic. We don't have to see eye to eye. We don't have to agree with, people's, with each other's lifestyles. But the fact that a community in 2016 is targeted solely because of their sexual orientation mm-hmm. is a problem. And, and when,
0: gunned down in a club, in a place that was supposed to be safe.
1: And when we have leaders and individuals who hold power in this country talk negatively about specific groups, we are only helping incite the violence. Mm-hmm. If we aren't doing anything to prevent violence, The violence, we are playing a part in helping it.
0: It's time for action, for everyone to take action because we, people are dying. This could be anybody, no one is exempt. These shootings are happening everywhere, everywhere. So we send our deepest condolences to the victims of the Orlando shooting and their families. We are with you, we are praying for you and we're sorry, we're so sorry
1: and the entire LGBT community. Because the entire community, we have friends that are in this community that felt that. That that was felt across the community of people. Mm -hmm. It was an
0: attack on humanity. That's what Lady Gaga said. She had a good speech as well. Uh, But it's just, it's devastating. It's devastating. It's not something that I'm able to say, okay, this thing happened, but I'm going to move on now. I just... I can't stop reading the bios of everyone lost. They had so much life left
1: to live. So much life. and and, and, I don't get it. And if you weren't affected by it, I challenge you, go ahead and read the articles. The LA Times published one, and I'm sure multiple other publications did as well, of the picture and bio of all 49 people who were killed in that tragedy. And I don't care, again, what your social views are, what your political views are, what your religious views are. This was an attack against humanity. If you can't, find something inside of you that says "Hmm, maybe something is wrong with the laws that we have in place maybe there is something that we need to do we need to find and figure out something if your heart does not skip a beat or the arms the hairs on your arm don't raise i challenge if you have a soul
0: and that's all we have for today
1: so thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Share with your friends. You can also visit our website, lovejays.com, and connect with us on social media. All the icons are right there at the top of the page. And we encourage you guys to connect with us. We want to have productive conversations. This podcast was not created for just Joy and I to sit here and talk. We want to engage with you. We want to hear your opinion, even if you disagree wholeheartedly with us. We love that. That's what sparks interesting debate. When people can come from opposite ends of the spectrum and meet in the middle and say, this is what I believe in, and this is why you're wrong, and this is why I believe in, and this is why you're wrong, and we can hash these things out and come to a comparable solution. That is what progress is about. That is what change is about, and that's our duty as humans is to be able to engage and have difficult conversations. That's what we want to be able to do on this podcast, and this is what we should be doing every day in our life. We should be able to accept difficult challenges and be uncomfortable but being able to articulate our stance and then if someone presents an argument that is different than yours but it is valid being able to accept that and find ways to progress together
0: thanks again and we'll see you next week